something amazing has taken place. I can't believe it. I'm spending a lot of time these days watching Hallmark movies. Yes, Hallmark movies. And as we get toward the end of the movies, I actually have some tears in my eyes. I mean, and I always know what's going to happen. Somewhere through the movie, the guy and the girl, they're going to almost kiss, but something's going to interrupt them. They're going to almost kiss again, and they're going to get interrupted again. But you always know it's the end of the movie because they're going to have a real long kiss, and they're going to live happily ever after. And this time of the year, the movies are about Christmas. And somehow the Christmas theme is weaving, woven into all the, the movies. And, uh, and the same thing happens, it seems like. It's all about the magic of Christmas. Miracles take place at Christmas. Oh, that's pretty interesting, isn't it? Well, I'm getting old for sure. And, uh, and, and yet, you know what? Christmas is about miracles. It really is. And that's Christmas, Christmas. Wherever Christ is preached, wherever Christ is proclaimed, Jesus Christ is proclaimed, miracles do take place. And that's what I want to talk about just for a few moments today. And that is the name Jesus and what Paul meant when he said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Remember when the angel appeared to Joseph to assure him he should marry Mary. <laughs> He, he was told, Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Jesus said, I came to seek and to save that which was lost. Oh, my friend, that's what Christmas is really all about. Not, not just a beautiful story, not just a story with a good ending and a baby being born and the world celebrating. And we, we find that no matter where you go in the world today, they're celebrating Christmas. Even if they have no clue what Christmas is about, they celebrate it. But my friend, it is about Jesus. And Paul said, I'm not ashamed. Now, remember, he had already said, I'm a debtor. He was faithful to the obligations of the gospel. He was also saying, I am ready as much as is in me. No matter what I face, no matter what I go through, I'm ready to pray, I'm ready to give, I'm ready to live, I'm ready to die as much as is in me. Everything that's in me, I believe in this gospel, he said. And Paul was flexible to the opportunities of the gospel. Wherever God would lead him, he would share that good news about Jesus Christ. And last, we see he was fearless to the opposition of the, of the gospel. You see, Rome was the power of the world in his day. Paul's writing this letter to the church and to the Christians at Rome, and he says, I want to come there because I want to preach the gospel. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm ready to come to Rome and preach the gospel to you also. It was the place of the philosophers. This is the place of law. It was the place of power. It was also the place of intrigue and corruption, but it was the place where the gospel needed to be preached. Today, our world is the place where the gospel needs to be preached. Every place, everywhere, we need to take Jesus and share him with the world around us. And so Paul was not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Why? He wasn't ashamed of the person of Jesus Christ. He, 
here it's not the gospel of a Baptist church. It's not the gospel or the good news of a Methodist or Presbyterian church. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's about the person of Jesus. He wasn't ashamed of the purpose of the gospel, which was to save souls. Man needs more than soap and soup. He needs a Savior, and Jesus is that Savior. And he wasn't ashamed of the power of the gospel. Nothing can change and transform a life like the power of the gospel. The gospel itself, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Paul had experienced the power of that gospel. It changed him from a persecutor to a preacher of the gospel. My friend today, I, I just want you, in the world in which you live, the greatest, most wonderful thing you can do first is receive this Jesus of Christmas to be your Savior. He died for you. He loves you. He wants to be your Savior today. Invite Him in your heart. The second thing you can do if you've already done that is tell people about Jesus. Don't be ashamed of Jesus. He loves you. He gave Himself for you. And that's the story of Christmas, the message of Christmas. May God bless you today as you really live out that message of Jesus Christ in your life. Have a wonderful day.